Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop, another TV weekly recap, and we have The Flash and Krypton season finales to get into. Uh, my name is Tom. And I'm Travis. So Supergirl, spoilers by the way for the for everything, but we'll start with Supergirl in order. Episode was The Fanatical. Uh, lots of lots of emotional and personal scenes, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. What did you think of this one, Travis? I thought this was a fantastic episode, Tom. And before I seen Krypton finale, this was my episode of the week. Uh, I loved that Kara was struggling to keep her two worlds separate, and her relationship with Lena was suffering because of that. And we got a great scene with James as Guardians from suiting up in the elevator, which I thought was really cool, really Batman-like. The chase, where he used a certain cool thing to stop the tire, I thought that was awesome. And then the showdown with the cops, and the cops just going in on him because he's African-American, and the look on his face, it was just a perfect scene. I thought that James really stood out this episode, and it was great. And I did enjoy Monel channeling his inner Clark Kent, too. I thought that was great. Yeah, all the all the emotional stuff in this episode really worked. I thought it was well written, well directed, and well acted. Everything clicked for me in this one, and that's not always the case. But like you mentioned, all the stuff with James, him telling Lena about the first time he was arrested, what it would be like for him to reveal his identity and risk he would take, and if the world is ready for that, all of that felt really real. Uh, even the stuff with Ruby and Mirren when they were uh, when they were just hanging out, along with you know everything going on with Alex and Jean. That, that stuff really worked for me. I really enjoyed all that. I, I guess it's that's not surprising. I, I tend to like the when they focus on the emotional and personal aspects of stuff and not, not just the superheroics and, and smashing and flying and all that kind of stuff. So I thought this really was a good personal episode. And yeah, the car and Lena stuff, was, it's, it's tough to watch, but it's really good. Lena is, we totally understand where Lena's coming from. And maybe she is a bit harsh on Kara, uh, or Supergirl, I guess we should say. But it is fair that they're not, she, Lena's not friends with Supergirl. I, I thought that right when Supergirl said that. And, but that's tough for her to hear. Um, so that was that was a pretty intense scene. Even And Lena is maybe laying it on a bit much, but she, that she's not able to trust Supergirl, even though she was cool with James just revealing his identity to her. So it's, it seems like a little different situation there. But I thought that was better, and I like that Kara actually tried to apologize to Lena, or Supergirl tried to apologize in this episode. Yeah, I liked that as well, and I also enjoyed she was basically talking to James about it and trying to give him her reasoning behind why she was thinking the way she was, which I like enjoy when they try and explain it like that, how they're thinking. And I also think that they're moving along that Alex is going to adopt Ruby's storyline. It's almost certain I'm going to assume that Brain, Sam, they're not going to last two years in. Uh, so I can see Alex totally taking over the mother role for Ruby going forward. And like you said, I loved the her and Mira and stuff. thought that was perfect. And just James stood out for all his, basically all his scenes, the whole whole episode which really frustrated me because we should be getting these kind of guardian james storylines the whole year not episode 19 of a 23 episode season mm-hmm. like this should be stuff even every couple episodes but we, this is not a regular thing which it should really will be for what we've seen in this episode for sure yeah it's really tough with his supporting characters but james in particular there's other characters on other shows that struggled with what to do with him where to fit in they're finally uh, they had a really good story to tell and it showed in this episode and they've struggled with what to do with him in the past but this one they did not i wish we had a little bit more it 
better plan for the supporting characters, but it did hit. And it's going to be tough in the future when he is in Kara and it happens there. Oh, I can't wait. They're setting up an excellent season four, too, if they string this Kara-Lena struggle along past this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's, that's something they want to carry forward. I hope they don't just rush into even next season. I don't necessarily need to do the big bad, but more supporting foil where she is sort of operating in a gray area against Super. I think that would be intense to see. Oh, I can't wait. And like you said, it's going to put James in such an awkward position. So I'm looking forward to that in, indeed. All right, on to the Flash season four finale already. This show is aging. I can't believe it. But we are the Flash, the final showdown with Thinker, DeVoe. What did you think about this one, Trap? Uh, this was an okay, good slash good episode. Not a great finale. Not season one or two type finales uh, for this show. But I've been off on this season a nice bit. There's only been a handful of episodes I really enjoyed. But I did kind of enjoy the Inception style concept they were thinking about. And how they brought Cecile's powers back around to stop the bow. I thought that was great. And I also loved seeing Ralph return. I didn't think that he'd be dead because he was the final body. But that was nice to see. And I wish, I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of wish that Marlies would have stayed with the team at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, maybe she can be a consultant in the future or something like that. I guess it does complete her journey to go doing the work she devote. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree. This wasn't the best flash read. It was, it was okay. I was definitely more interested in the final few minutes. Everybody was together. Wally showed up. The surprise mystery girl also showed up, and we had a little bit of information on that. That was much more interesting. The the DeVoe stuff that was okay, and Ralph returning was maybe this is my fault, but I like I said weeks back, I didn't think he was gone for good, so it wasn't surprising to see him return. I, I assumed he would be back. That story arc didn't work that well for me because I think he for a group that believes in the poss- impossible so much, they were quick to assume he was dead and work to get him back. But I, I'm glad that is resolved. Yeah, what'd you think about everything with the with the? Did you, did you like this the thinker for this season as a villain? I thought he was good, but he, he was wasted a little bit. To be honest with you, the last scene, the last fight scene with the Flash and Elongated Man versus the Thinker, I thought that it was really reminiscent of the third Matrix. The <laughs> all the all the Mr. Smiths coming out, I kind of thought it was like that with Devoe. Like they had potential, and perhaps maybe he's not gone for good. Because we never actually see him die, just that Ralph got control of his mind. And one the question I really have was, does Ralph have have all the bust men as powers now? Is that how that works? Because that's something that I really like to know. Hmm. They didn't really touch on that. But the big thing, I think, is Nora Allen just changed time. Because from what I gathered from the time from the show I watched it, was that Flash was going to die and that well, when he saved Central City from that satellite and instead she changed time and made it so that he didn't die so i'm just curious to see what there's an open-ended like you got to open in the canvas to tell any kind of story going forward in season five now so i can't there's no name drop the devote so you have to do him whatever you can think of so i think we should get a great bounce back season next season yeah we should also mention harry as seemingly moving on and is fine with trading some intelligence for some heart which is i don't know how i feel about that uh it's good that he's accepted that but it was, it was kind of strange how they did um but yeah the Nora stuff was really exciting it did seem like she was trying to save barry her father i think that's a smart way to introduce reintroduce some time travel wonkiness without barry being to blame because uh, he's not the one doing it 
I thought that was really cool. And I really liked Parker Kennedy in the role. She brings really cool enthusiasm and energy that you would kind of picture a young speedster. So I'm, yeah, the final few minutes, I was really excited where the show goes from here and what it's like introducing her. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, just like I said, an open, open book for tell whatever story you want, and she, her positivity, shone shone through every time that I've seen her at, at in these little episodes. So I just can't wait for that. And I'm just wondering if Ralph will come back at all as a guest star. Will he be permanent te- member of Team Flash when we start next season? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they tend to write off the one season helpers. Yeah. Uh, remember julian from last year yeah uh, so i don't know i i don't know that i want ralph back full-time on the flash but i wouldn't mind seeing him in a different setting maybe on the on the wave rider for a couple episodes or something like that just to see him in a different environment but yeah i guess we'll we got a, a bit of a wait to see what, how that i hope you're right there <laughs> and on to the other finny of the week krypton titled phantom zone what about this this was amazing i Thank God for this season of Krypton. It was a very good blessing. I thought it was going to be terrible. When you t- told me first, I scoffed at it and laughed. But it's been awesome. Val returning was amazing because I love the actor who portrays him. I thought that was great. And Adam Strange being stuck in Brainiacs, one of Brainiac's worlds, I thought was that was so interesting. And uh, Nyssa being a clone, was, I thought, was a huge drop. And the scene between Brainiac and Zod... Uh, that was just fantastic. The bargaining, the talking back and forth. It was uh, it was just great. The whole episode was amazing, and now time has changed. Yeah, yeah. what a fantastic episode. Uh, I'm really surprised by this show. Like we said, it's the second half was much stronger than the first half. It's amazing how they've juggled the Superman mythology, played around with the timeline, but is still doing it in a way that makes sense and doesn't necessarily conflict with anything we know about what this what this superman is like in an established world so i think that's really cool we get the ending of brainiac but really the stuff was much more interesting i, I wonder what they're going to do with the nissa the clone storyline how that where that's going to be going forward um i think that's going to play heavily in the future and everything with jaxer if they do with that yeah i think i think it was a pretty intense ending that we show brainiac sent to the phantom zone and seg gets sent there as well it's definitely big cliffhanger the ending of the episode set up lots of things for yeah i feel like nissa will probably spearhead it, the efforts to get seg back she said a really interesting line to me when she was confronted with jack sir which is essentially the motto that uh jor-el had uh, when they had their son was that what would have some they aspired to be something else something right. greater which i thought was a real cool little nod that maybe telling me that she's going to be play a big role in Seg's life going forward. So I'm just curious when we're going to see Jor-El, because that's a big part of it. And Seg sacrificing himself, I thought, was so cool to see the, the Superman cape return for a second, and then it turn into Zod when he won and assumed control. So I like the Adam Strange stuff, I don't know what's going on. It's too bad. We don't have, we don't have Zach here to as Adam Strange one on one, but I think he's going to play a big, big role in getting Seg out of the Phantom Zone as well. Yeah, lots and lots and lots of questions. Nissa was such an awesome character this year. I wonder they made such an emphasis of her going to get Corvex. I wonder if that baby would, that fetus would be renamed in the future to something like Jor El. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It also makes me wonder, and this is where it gets into time travel. It's a little tricky that Zod. Druzad would not be Seg's son. 
because unless Lyda is already pregnant because Seg got pulled into the phantom zone and yet Zod still exists. And, and part of it is us not knowing the time travel rule in this universe, but I, I think there's a lot of things set up. Yeah, I agree. I just wonder where Seg used the... Uh... Like made already made one baby with with Nissa would his like DNA be on file so that it could make another one right away? Yeah, kind of deal. Maybe Zod will do that to ensure that he survived, like he's born. Which that could be. I thought one little complaint, and I sure maybe it's not even a complaint because I'm not so much like up on Brainiac's skill skits uh, power set from the comics, but I thought it was very vague. Like he could just swoosh people away. Mm-hmm. Uh, read people's minds without actually merging with them i just i thought it was a little bit vague to power sit for brainiac at times i yeah i agree with that and i don't think brainiac was a weak point i think he was a sufficiently scary villain and i think there's still more for him to potentially do in the future but yeah we didn't get to know as much about brink as i would have been part of it is that they probably didn't want to have brainiac around 10 episodes take six hours to make up a day obviously i did like everything we saw from brainiac i wish he said we can know what he was doing and what his powers are all of that but i yeah like you said i thoroughly enjoyed seeing him it was uh this is the best he's ever been in any form so far live action other otherwise he animated i thought that this was outstanding and terrifying and the actor who played him was good it's just i'm more excited for doomsday than anything right so i get we <laughs> crazy last couple minutes here zod has finally revealed who he is part part of the time he's understandable you know he does just want to save krypton and want what's best for krypton but reveals at the end that that's not really he wants power and he wants more and more of it he's looking to expand and that's a way to potentially introduce other planets in season two um we also need what's going on why is there a statue of him a bottled city in earth which means bringing a cast to tie back in in the future somehow uh how adam is doomsday breaking out is just what are you going to do with that is he going to go for for zod something like that is possible but brainiac or doomsday looks so i mean just a lot of a lot of really great setup for the future and it, it wrapped up everything in this episode in a good way it was a perfect finale time i must say and i got just like to point out if you go back a couple weeks ago i did say i did not trust dad one second and that <laughs> seg shouldn't have been working with him and you and that completely brushed it off so just want to say that i never trusted zad and now he's supreme ruler <laughs> well yeah you can't i mean obviously you can't trust that but at that point he was he's his intentions seemed noble in the short term they were he did just want to save krypton you know he wants um yeah just interesting and like you kind of alluded to earlier really cool how they incorporate so much of superman's mythology action stuff with the hints of the john williams theme i also noted more hints of Hans zimmer music in this one a lot of similar of steel score so just a really cool and satisfying way to wrap up the season leaves me excited likewise it was a great season and i cannot wait for season two yeah well that's all we got this week in dc tv uh travis where can everybody get a hold of you you can find me on twitter at travis underscore 156 just drop me a line and we can chat dc anytime all right well thanks for listening and be back tomorrow